Full of Hope, Episode 19, How I'm Praying During These Uncertain Days. Well, hello, Hope Fellowship. Welcome to our podcast, Full of Hope, Encouraging One Another with the Word of God, where we're seeking to regularly equip the people of Hope Fellowship with truth from Scripture in order to help us cling to our Savior during these troubled times. My name is Jeff Brewer, and I'm one of the pastors here at Hope. Well, I just want to say at the outset, pardon the interruption over the last month. My intention over these last few months has been to put out a new podcast each week that's helping us to cling to Christ and encourage one another as we're separated from gathering. And, And two things have really kept me from not publishing on the schedule that I'd like regularly. First, we've spent a lot of time as a church thinking and praying about the state of race relations here in America after the killing of George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery and tragically many others. And I've been editing an interview that Matt Tully and I, one of our elders, conducted with Jeremy and Novella Sullivan, who are members of Hope, and they graciously agreed to sit down and talk more about their, what their experience has been growing up black in America. And I'm really looking forward to finishing up the editing of that podcast and for you to hear it. But in addition to that interview, as you know, we've been planning and preparing for our first live in-person worship gathering uh, in these four months. And I told a few people over the last few days that this is exactly how church planting felt in the early days. Setting up new AV equipment, finding a location to meet, making sure we've had uh, leaders over the various areas, and prepping a sermon. And so all of these ways, it's just been, it's felt a little bit crazy. So um, thanks for allowing me to take a little bit of an interruption here. And um, while we're glad to meet together I'm very cognizant, we're very cognizant of the fact that we're not all together yet, and it feels different, and that social distancing is difficult. But boy, it was sure nice to see your faces, or at least half of your faces, with your masks on. And so, as I was working on my sermon today, I was kind of becoming aware, how have I been thinking, and how have I been praying for us as a church? And I thought I'd record some of the thoughts about how I'm praying for us during these days. So let me just think about three ways with you here together. I'm praying that we deepen in a knowledge of God's love for us in Christ. And last week, it was really encouraging to take a step away from the book of Hebrews and to focus on God's love for last week's sermon. And I chose that different passage um, because I wanted us to stop together and remember the deep, deep love of God in Christ during this time. We can't think about the love of God enough. And, And as I said during the sermon, it's all too easy to think about when we think about, you know, he we love because he first loved us that we put the emphasis on we love, what we need to do, how we can show love, how we can demonstrate love to God, how we can demonstrate love for others. But really what we did was we just took time and we just thought about how he demonstrated love for us in Christ. You know, it reminded me of the song, um, Oh, the Deep, Deep Love of Jesus, that old hymn that Bob Coughlin put to uh, to a new tune. And he writes, Oh, the Deep, Deep Love of Jesus far surpassing all the rest. It's an ocean full of blessing in the midst of every test. 
God's love for us in Christ is an ocean of blessing. And it was personally encouraging for me to see all the ways the love of God is spoken of in Romans 8 and how nothing can separate us from this love. And then to make the connection to Ephesians 3, where Paul prays that believers would be strengthened in that love. So let's be praying that we deepen in a knowledge of God's love for us in Christ. You know, the second way I'm praying is I'm praying that we don't neglect the Word of God during a time when our schedules are completely thrown off. You know, if there's one thing that's been constant during these months, it's that nothing feels constant. Nothing feels consistent. One day's full to the brim with Zoom calls and activity, and the next feels like a slog just to get through. And it's easy to have our schedules revolve around late nights and hectic mornings, making quiet time with the Lord all the more difficult to take the discipline to be able to find it, to sit down and to actually open our Bibles. So I'm praying that we're intentional about seeking to grow in a love for and a knowledge of God's word. That we don't waste this moment by watching TikTok videos or watching the news for the umpteenth time. But that we pick up our Bibles, that we slowly read and we ask God to encourage and strengthen and equip and challenge us from his word. So let's pray that we don't neglect the Word of God during this time when our schedules are completely thrown off. Well, the last way I'm praying is I'm praying that we would deepen an understanding about the true purpose of the church and how we can effectively hold out a light in a dark world. You know, I think that the ray of sunshine behind these dark, threatening clouds of pandemic and political upheaval has been the fact that as a church universal— We're having to think about what it means to be the church local in essence, not just in practice. You know, it's really easy to make a church about programs or activities or habits that we do together. But when all these things are stripped away, we come face to face with the true purpose of the church. Because as we said this last week, the church thrives during times of adversity. And so we need to remember that the church was built for these very days. Nothing can topple her and cause or cause her to lose effectiveness in the world, no matter how dark the darkness. You know, it's been encouraging to me see, to see how seamlessly we as a local church, how we shifted from caring for one another in person in our mission groups and gathering on Sunday mornings to being online. And I'm so thankful for Pastor John and our mission group leaders who have worked really hard to set up the groups and train leaders um, so that we didn't really have to do anything all that different except move over to online on Zoom. Now, we're built for small groups of believers encouraging one another in the faith and reaching out with the gospel which we believe is right at the heart of the purpose of a local church. And so even though it's not been ideal, I think it's been it's gone well And we can even say we're growing as a result and even being able to encourage one another, even though we can't be together. But I also think that this time is good for us as a church because I think it helps us to stop and it helps us to think about, especially in light of all the things going on in our world, to know what does it mean to show mercy and kindness when we come up against difficult or unjust circumstances and challenging challenges. You know, it seems like it would be better for us if we wouldn't just say the words Black Lives Matter, even though we do so without endorsing that political group of the same name, certainly. 
but it does seem better that we could also help by participating in bringing equality and justice in our neighborhoods and schools in really tangible ways. And so I pray that we would be a church, we can be a church that contributes to helping people care for one another, no matter the color of their skin, and that we're helping to promote peace and unity by listening and serving to the needs of others. I pray that we'd be more aware of these needs. And so these are just a few ways that I'm praying, and I'm longing to see God work in our midst during these days. Would you pray with me? And so Hope Fellowship, remember, we have hope in Christ. Let's encourage ourselves with this hope by making that hope known in a struggling world. We'll see you next time.